When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Testing. Testing, testing, testing. Testing. Where's the leak, ma'am? <laughs> I wumbo. You wumbo. Finland! <laughs> We have issues. Welcome back to another episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour podcast. What's going on, Mike? Derek, episode 15. 15. 15. So season two, episode two. So how do you want to call it? Do you want to call it episode two or do you want to call it episode 15? Because we can do season two, episode 15. Yeah, I feel like I feel like when we're like into it forever and then we go, this is episode 00142. And everyone's like, how many episodes do you plan on recording? That's and then we true. just keep adding zeros. And then we can just have like episode 426. That's fine by me. We'll just keep counting. Yeah. All right, cool. Sounds good to me. All right, so episode 15. And what do we got today? Uh, Southern Tier Distillings, <clears throat> two times hopped. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, man. we already did a Southern Tier. We did? What was the first one we did? Do you remember? The first Southern Tier? American Whiskey. Yes. Right here by my head. That's we right. got a new set, too. Little set. New set. Check it out. Look at that. What do you it's think? beautiful. It makes us look much more professional, in my opinion. In my humble opinion. Agreed. So, we're going to give shout outs to all this stuff. Absolutely. Uh, Christmas happened. Christmas happened, yes. So, it's now, been a while since we recorded. Yes. Our last episode we recorded on the 23rd. Yes. And it currently is January 6th. <laughs> so, a lot happened, man. We had a lot to talk about today. This is going to go four hours long. <laughs> so, up here so far, we have my lovely sister, Jill. Got us amazing Christmas gifts. She made this board, which is sick. It, it makes it so much cleaner. The very exclusive whiteboard is gone. Yeah, Not the, exclusive anymore. The very high class. We got a very high class exclusive chalkboard now. Yes. Love this. This thing's awesome. Vinyled our logo on the top. Love it. And hopefully you guys can see everything a little bit better since it's a little bit more of a contrast now. So it's pretty cool. And then we also got these sweet glasses from her too. Thank you. She got them from Etsy. Thank you, thank it you. It has our logo on it, and then our names where the word podcast is. Awesome. I love it. Always self-promoting us. Every day. And then I went hard with these shelves. I got on my big boy pants, put on my hard hat, went to Home Depot, got some 2 by 4s put some behind this wall here. Now I sound like the guy from the Geico commercial. You, you put insulation down here. <laughs> uh, so I had to put 2 by 4s in the back. That way these shelves actually stood up. Because these bottles weigh quite a bit, even if they're empty. So, right. uh, hopefully these things stay up and they don't kill us in the mid-episode. 
I'm excited. Yeah. So every time that we empty a bottle, which as you can tell, we're doing great a great job emptying bottles right now. Oh, uh, we we're just going to throw them up right on top of there. That's it. Add to the collection. And with this whiskey, this is already our, what, third or fourth bottle of this? Yeah. You and I just keep downing it. We're like, we should probably have it on an episode. <laughs> we love this stuff. Yeah, it's pretty good. So like it. what is it, Mike? It's two times hopped. So it is the true <clears throat> beauty of having both a distillery and a brewery. We get to marry beautiful things together. Quick side note. Everyone knows Southern Tier for their IPAs. Mm-hmm. Now you can enjoy their IPAs in a whiskey. Um, I consistently promote their distilling abilities because for their products, everyone really knows their craft beers, but now they get to get into the grand scheme of things with their whiskeys. So I'm excited. Uh, so the crew at Southern Tier Brewing Company brew beer with copious amounts of peeny hops. Pine hops, right? Piney, peeny. Piney, yeah, piney hops. Nailed it. Like pine, like pine trees. For show. I think, I don't know. I don't know, I'm just going to roll with it. I could be 1,000% wrong. It's P-I-N-E-E-Y. P-I-N-E-E-Y? Nope, just Y. Okay, yeah, P-I-N-E-Y, piney. Yep. Sorry, I'm too excited today. <laughs> oh, I just noticed you're repping our podcast polo, too. Yeah, man. Look at that. Letting the people know. Jesus, my bad. All right, go. No, you're good. So we take the wort from the brewing process and ferment, dry hop, and distill into a unique, aromatic, and award-winning spirit. Absolutely. And they've you actually won, a, won an award for this, too, right? They did win an award in 2018. They got a silver medal from the American Distilling Institute. Which is pretty huge. It is huge. And what's also huge is the founder's vocabulary. Because every time you go on a website and you read some of their material, you realize that you still are at a seventh grade reading level. Yo, right. And it's ridiculous. It's funny because I went on this website and I'm writing down the same stuff that you're reading, just in case if one of us forgot. And I'm like, oh, Penny? What's a what's a Penny Hop? <laughs> yeah, so I'm not the only one who went no, to college and still know. can't read. Yeah, no, we're good. So uh, for the viewers, this is 42% alcohol per volume and or 84 proof. Which is pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. Mid rate. So for the American norm, this is towards the top. Oh, this was 84 proof too, this American whiskey. Mm-hmm. I love having this here now, dude. We can I just know. reference it. Quick reference. Love it. Hell yeah. Killing it. Killing so, it. Yeah, outside of their awards, uh, I can get into, let's see, uh, cocktail sections, directions on how to make it, and there's a there's a ton of stuff, man. I mean, we got to talk about the bills, um, and our fun segment, which is New Year's related, because this is the first episode that we're filming in the new, the new year. Yep. Yeah. So there's a uh, there's a lot to talk about, but yeah, this whiskey is actually really good. I got it on a whim after we recorded the American whiskey episode. Mm-hmm. And picked this up, told you about it, and then now we've gone through our own bottle to two bottles. Yeah, <laughs> to two, to three, yeah, to out, six. Outside of the pod. My my stepmom was over there at night, and she was like, Derek, I, I got a real question for you. I, I got a real question. Are you drinking and testing stuff like every night? I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, so how to feel the lie? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really lying because I don't do it every night. It's just every other night that I'm doing it. <laughs> there so. You go. Yeah, but some cool things about Southern Tier also, they have 591 barrels on premise. That's a shit ton. Yeah, it is. That's actually a good stat, too, because we've seen almost all of them. Yeah. But to have a real hard numbers, outstanding. And their pot stills hold 1,100 gallons of mash in it. So, like, when you build a mash bill, all those ingredients, it can hold 1,100 gallons of it, which produce 125 gallons of alcohol. 
So just some stats for you. I got a ton of stats coming at you from this New Year's section, so... I'm ready. Yeah, gear up to it, but we'll talk about it a little bit later. I don't want to overwhelm everyone's minds with these beautiful stats. Yeah, let's not do that. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> Good deal. But yeah, this this is pretty cool. It's very interesting, the, the taste of this, because there's not many hopped whiskeys out there. There are a few, but there's not many hopped ones. I think that Southern Tier kind of crushed theirs. They did a really good job with it. Absolutely. Because like, it, it's not an overwhelming taste. Mm-hmm. It's smooth. Yeah. It's nice. Do you like their IPAs? Yeah. So they're the first IPA that I tried that I was actually kind of okay with. Because remember, I'm not like a massive beer guy. Right. And then when the craft scene got big, I'm like, eh, I don't like drinking a bush. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was having too many hops. And then I tried theirs. And then I was like, well, that's... It's pretty good. It's pretty mm-hmm. good. I just didn't want to admit it. Right. Because I was like, no, it's yeah, traditional, raw. <laughs> and then I kept drinking it. And I'm like, oh, goodness, this is actually yeah. delicious. But And, of course, they have a gajillion options to choose from. Absolutely. So that helped. But, and, yeah. Yeah. If you haven't listened to our other Southern Tier episode and the other Southern Tier interview we did, we did an interview with the owner of Southern Tier Distilling, the, mm-hmm. the part owner that... And uh, it was a great interview. He was a, an amazing guest to have on the episode. Uh, knew a lot. Like, he basically did everything from basically distilling this whiskey to building the entire roof that it's under. Yeah, all so, the welding, everything. Uh, he, he's a cool guy. So if you didn't listen to that, go back and listen to it. Uh, and then you can hear also about their new whiskey that just released, probably like about a couple months ago, the Bottled and Bond Bourbon. Yeah, we got to pick that up. We got to pick that up because that's going to be huge. Yeah. Yeah, we got a thief of that. Mm -hmm. So I want to try it out of the butt hill. Yeah. So speaking of beer, too, we got some exciting stuff coming up with breweries. We do. Or a a beer company. And we should venture more into brewing, too. Like call up Southern Tier Brewing, see what their brewmaster, Brewmaster Six or whatever his name is. I don't know. Just sounds like a cool name. What if it's um, Brewmaster Four? Is it still as cool, or does it have? Oh to be yeah, six? no. I, I think the Brewmaster, like the Brewmaster, like that part's sweet. It's just whatever number you throw on the end of it is pretty. It just adds to it, you know. Yeah. Okay. But like so not one, Brewmaster five, two, One. one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like Brewmaster One Five Two One. <laughs> Eight eight two six eight or whatever yours is, right? Wow. Okay. Eight, eight, yeah. Six, so I can remember yours, but you can't remember mine. <laughs> it's not it's like fine. yours is easier than mine or anything. <laughs> eight eight six eight, right? No. Two eight eight eight. God. What? Yeah. 2888? Yeah. No. Eight, yeah, 2888. Come on, dude. I know, you're fine. I think it's 8828. That's what I was thinking. That's my email. Yeah. Yeah, right. but my handle. Dude, I don't know your handle. Don't worry about it. Don't act like I tag you and everything. Yeah, I know. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, throughout this holiday season, yeah. anything new or exciting, man? Yeah, I actually got surprised this past weekend from... A buddy from deployment who actually gave me that DD214 blanket. Oh, that was him? Yeah. Sick. Randomly calls me on a Friday and says, I'm 40 minutes away from your house. So, yeah. And Hope I'm you're like, not doing anything. What are you talking about? And <laughs> I immediately went into shock, flipped out, and we had a riot. So I took him to as many local spots as possible. Uh, got him a lot of wings. Where'd you guys go? So we went to 716. Uh, we went to Classic. Otto's, yep, because it's down the road from my house, and we just wanted something quick for food and a bar so we can have a drink and catch up. Uh, so we stopped at Otto's, went to Delta Sonic, obviously. Obviously went to Wegmans as obviously. well. Crushed it. And after 716, we did 
there was a place on Hurdle that we went to. It was super late in the night and I was exhausted. But we went there and on his last day, we actually just had a lazy day and finished the rest of the playoffs at my house. Cool. That was sweet because I was able to kind of catch up on recovery. But because there was a lot of late nights and seeing guys from deployment, they all met us out and everything else. But yeah, it was cool. Showed him the bad house and canal side, mm-hmm. all that. So he was into it. Sick. He actually made a really good comment. I wanted to touch on this too. I asked him how he felt about Buffalo and he's from Long Island, Long Island son. <laughs> so he, he said that everyone downstate just kind of like either is super snarky or there's a lot of animosity and they just hate each other. Like if you're from Oyster Bay, <laughs> You know, Bobby Board Shorts at Oyster Bay Oyster with Bay, yeah, Bobby yeah, shorts. Bobby Board Shorts who lives in Easter Bay with the heated driveway. Look at that chair. That's not my chair, not my problem. Yeah, what I would yeah. Say. who are you, the supervisor? <laughs> so he, you know, everyone, everyone down there watches baseball, but yeah. if Locked you, my cockies in my car, yeah. So, so now we're gonna get made fun of. We're not Boston, but anyway, that's true. That's a good point. They, uh, it's close. <clears throat> Staten Island and Long Island, they basically just call each other out all the time. And if you're from, oh, what are you, from Staten Island? Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like an assumed stereotypical behavior, and they just rag on each other. But he said when he was in his time in Buffalo, he's never been here before, was super cool to him because we're really, really united. Where he's like, both your sports teams represent each other. Mm -hmm. Like, you'll see Jack Eichel in a Bills hat, and you'll see Josh Allen in an Eichel jersey. Um, and then you'll see that the entire community just wants the same thing. Right. And it's just winning professional sports teams, like prosperity for all, good food, good drinks, and just like a really laid back, happy environment. And he goes, it, it, you just don't see that in other cities. And it's just really cool how much people from Buffalo love Buffalo. And I was like, dude, hit it on the head, man. Like, right. that's exactly what it is. He goes, it's, it's sweet because as you drive into the city, you'll see the history and how it's all tied in. Like, you'll pass the grain elevators, you'll go through the industrial parks, and when you walk into the bar, those pieces are still there. Yeah. Like, they incorporate the community back into whatever establishment you're in, oh, yeah. and you don't see that downstate. I was like, well, all right, go Bills, you know? Yeah. Do you think it's because <clears throat> the teams in New York, like the hockey teams are from and play in New York, and the football teams in New York don't play in New York? I don't know. I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's just because of the population. Size that they just don't care about anything except making money. Potentially, it's just such a melting pot down there. I mean, it's there's so many people. Yeah, it's a good point though, and it's good to hear from outsiders because you and I can talk about how much we love Buffalo all we want. But to, I mean, you know a lot different, but I don't know that much different because I've been in Buffalo my whole life. Right. You have too, but you've I mean been overseas, so yeah, I went I've on been a paid in my vacation. Backyard. Yeah, yeah, thanks to Uncle Sam. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but, yeah, so it's cool hearing it from his perspective. Mm-hmm. And everybody says that. When you come to Buffalo, you get that feeling. Yeah. Even people that are rooting for a different team and come here to watch our sports, they just love Buffalo. Dave Portnoy, if he's watching, what's up, dude? He's a huge fan of the Bills. Like, he keeps talking about when we lost the playoffs, which we can talk about a little later. But there she is. It's the <laughs> Buffalo Happy Hour Podcast, everyone. Good night. Um <laughs> When he was talking, or he was watching the Bills game, and Josh Allen made a sick throw. I forgot what throw it was, but he tweeted out or said something that only Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson couldn't make that throw. Josh Allen is, like, a great talent. 
He's a huge Bills fan. That's awesome. He said multiple times that if he doesn't, if Patriots don't win, he wants the Bills to win. I, Same with Bill Burr. I'm pretty sure Bill Burr is a huge Bills fan outside of the Patriots. Because he said that a couple times, too. If the Patriots don't win the Super Bowl, he wants the Bills to win. Really? Yeah. I think because, too, they just want to see it for the city. Yeah. They understand how important it is for us. It's true. But, it's, I mean, our last playoff win was, what, 95? Yeah. Yeah. Did so. you know that Portnoy's banned from football games? Dude, he's banned. Like, there's Who? a Portnoy, the Barstool president. Oh. He's banned from football stadiums. Roger Goodell banned him from football stadiums. No kidding. Yeah, I, I read an article on it, and it was because he, I guess, protested some NFL event or something like that uh, a couple years back, and there's a picture of him in the Super Bowl, or a video of him in the Super Bowl, and he's getting dragged out by security, like literally dragged out. He's playing limp, and they're dragging him up the Oh, my stairs. goodness. He's a riot, dude. I didn't like him at first because I, I don't know why. I just didn't like him at first. Yeah. But... Ever since, like, I don't, I think it was the pizza reviews. I love the guy now. He's such a cool dude. Oh, my God. She's going nuts. Someone spectrum's back at your door, dude, bro. Dude, I will kill them. <laughs> Just kidding. I will not. No, because we don't condone yeah, violence. we don't condone violence. Do you want to check on her? No. Okay. She'll be fine. Fine. Yeah, this is the Buffalo Happy Hour Podcast. We keep it in, bro. That's it. We're, just, yeah, yeah obviously. Okay. All right, so she's fine. What were we talking about? How. Portnoy. Forget- how I love Portnoy. Yeah. Yeah. He's just a cool dude now. I, there's a lot of people that can't stand him. I know, They're going public, though. Are they really? Yeah. Damn. I know. That's what I said. I mean, he's it's just a frat wild. boy that turned into this awesome company. <sighs> there's there's a lot of ways for people to hate him, but he's like, again, he's going around to these different pizza places, just like Guy Fieri. Everybody some way, some way hates Guy Fieri, and all he's done is use his platform to help small businesses without charging them anything. It's probably his hair. Oh, it's always his hair. Yeah. His hair, his flames on his shirt, his douchey car. Yeah. But everybody hates him. Well, people always hate. People are out here, man. They're, they're helping out the community, and people are like, oh, screw them. I know. He gave Picasso's a good rating, though. It's probably because they're jealous. Yeah, probably. And well, how is Picasso's not a sponsor yet? I know, really. How is no one a sponsor? We're in season two, and all we do is shout out all these <laughs> random places that promote goodness for the, for the people. Speaking of shouting out, handed off those shirts today. To get done. Let's go. They're, they're going to get done, dude, so soon, and I'm pumped. Don't worry. I told everyone, first quarter 2020, yeah. slow your roll. There you go. All right? Exactly, yeah. We're not going to push out bad yeah. products. Relax. Yeah. We need quality stuff. Quality the, over pace. That's right. Or whatever that means. <laughs> the qual, bro. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's, I mean, that's where we're at, man. I'm literally mentally all over the place today, so if you got some sort of organization, yeah. I'm down. Well, let's talk about a little 2020 New Year's resolution stats. You ready for this? Yeah, what, an 86% fail in the first two weeks? <laughs> no, I didn't put failures. Because people don't want to admit that they fail. Do you have a New Year's resolution? No. No? Do you no. not believe in it? Correct. You're just like, I'm going to do whatever the hell I want anyway. It's a lifestyle. Like, if it's if it's fitness, it's a lifestyle. Don't but, just like, oh, today's a new leaf. Like, the wind's been blowing every day the last 365 <laughs> days. But you don't see a value in somebody starting something because they perceive the new year as being a fresh start. So, like... I'm going to no, disregard I get everything else that happened, and this year is going to be my year. Yeah, I think it's cute for the first six <laughs> years you're on Earth, but once you're in your mid to late 30s, get over yourself. All right, well, I have a New Year's resolution, so my closure is. <laughs> um, yeah, so mine's just to stop eating as much. As much? Yeah. Just use a smaller plate I when just, you eat. Yeah, I, I consume a lot of food. 
Like, my plate is full. Yeah, because daddy's got to grow. Daddy's got to grow, bro. You don't get these guns for nothing. Oh, my brother. goodness. Uh, <laughs> but the... Season two, Hulk Hogan's on yeah, the show. Yeah, brother. But anyway, what do you think the number one New Year's resolution is percentage-wise? Lose it's weight. Gonna, it's going to shock you. Nope. It's, it's quit smoking. Nope. Is it not merge on the 90 and try to cause a traffic jam? No. It is wanting to manage your finances better. Oh, my God. Those 51% of people wanted to manage their finances better. You know why? It's because they went too ham on Christmas and now they're in credit card no, debt. No, it's because they think the stock market's going to crash. Probably. For no reason. Yeah. Roaring 20s, man. This is supposed to be a good time. Yeah, until the 30s hit. <laughs> We don't got to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, a little man. bit of history for you. <laughs> we don't got to talk about that. <laughs> 30s were great. Um, <laughs> Where? <laughs> I don't know. In the bars? Yeah. We're going to be 30 in our 30s. Or we're going to be 30 oh, in oh, the 30s. We're going to be 30 yeah. in our 30s? <laughs> yeah. Who knew? All right. What do you think the second most one was? Lose weight. Nope. Come on. Where is lose weight then? Not on there, dude. Are you serious? Shocking. Because everybody's in... Never mind. I'm not, I'm not even going to do it. All right. Improve <laughs> mental well-being and practice mindfulness. That's number two. All right. So Everybody's what? in touch with themselves. Nobody wants to change the outside appearance. They want to change how they feel inside. That's what it's all about. All right. So season three, Buddha's going to be on the show? Yeah, dude. All right. Perfect. <laughs> Can you imagine? All right. The next one is... <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I don't have any more. But 18% of people said that they were only making one resolution this year. And 20% of people said that they would make more than one. Interesting. So people are going for the more than one scenario this time. I don't know where the other 60% are. It didn't tell me that. It's just like, yeah, 18%. It was probably a faulty website. It probably was completely lies. But that's fine. I'm not even going to say the website. Yeah, you don't. But 24% of Americans spent their New Year's Eve at home. Where were you, Mike? I was at my buddy's house. Yeah, I was home. It was 0.8 miles from my house. There you go. So, so basically, basically home. Yeah. Then 48% of parents counted down the new year prior to 9 p.m. That's amazing. <laughs> That's what do, I'm talking about. Do you about. feel like you'll always be staying up to the new year, or do you care less about new year? I don't know. It's a good question. I never really thought about it. I just, I just go year by year. Rate your holidays. One, two, and three. What? What is this? Jury duty? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> jury duty. Is that a common question in jury duty? No, but they drill you a question to make sure you're not biased before you get picked. <laughs> what is this? So- this isn't biased. <laughs> Rate your American holidays from one to three. Okay. One to four, because that's the list I have here. July 4th. Is number one. Yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> what else would I pick? Come on now. All right, number two. Number two. Mm. Number two holiday. I'd have to go Christmas because yeah. I like giving gifts, and you know the Lord, all that. Yeah, I mean that's a... the only reason I say that is just because I don't want to forget what it's really all about. Because that's what it is. And oh, yeah. then everybody always just goes after the materials. and <clears throat> that's how Don't, it don't make them feel bad because they can't buy the iPad like his neighbor can. Don't try to keep up with the joint. Then make something. Yeah. I'm not out here to tell you what I bought people. Who right. cares? Like, well, it's not, it's not a with every contest. Holiday, especially with, like, Memorial Day and Veterans Day. Yeah. People think it's just a cookout day, but it's clearly not. Right. But whatever. Yeah, don't forget the meaning. All right, number three. Number three holiday? How many holidays are there? If you look at the University of Buffalo holiday calendar, there's a gajillion. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) There's so many. 
right, so... I would say, uh, I don't know, man. Where would you rate New Year's Eve on, then, on that scale? I mean, definitely top five, but I just... Nah, screw it. New Year's is number three. What do you got? All right, so... You didn't give me a, time to think about it. You put me on the spot. <laughs> we got to have authenticity, man. Um... Speaking of authenticity, Ricky Gervais is my uncle. But anyway, um, <laughs> America's favorite holiday. <laughs> they took a survey of people's favorite holiday. Number one was Christmas. Number two was Thanksgiving. Number three was Fourth of July. And number four was New Year's Eve. And I just thought that that was weird. One, New Year's Eve is number four. I don't find New Year's Eve that exciting. Like, it is so anticlimactic. You're staring at a TV and you're watching a ball drop. And then once it does, you just see Anderson Cooper getting hammered on TV and then that's it. And he can't that's even take a night. shot. No, so dude. He needs to get over himself. So, like, that's my whole night. Right. It, every single year I get hyped up for it for no reason. It's because, about the people you're with, Derek. Yeah, I know. Great. And you weren't here. So, anyway. Uh, my <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, my, my first one would be Thanksgiving. That makes sense. That's supposed to be. We just talked about you limiting your intake <laughs> for dietary Dude, consumption, <laughs> and you're over here. Thanksgiving's my favorite. It is. Yeah, stuffing's fantastic. We <laughs> talked about this during our Thanksgiving episode, bro. We did, bro. And second would be July Fourth, third would be Christmas, and then fourth, I guess, would be New Year's. But where's Halloween on this scale? Do you like Halloween? Yeah. <sighs> no. No. I'm, a fan. I'm. I'm not a whatever. I'm not like 21 where I'm trying to find the hottest chick on Halloween. And that stresses a nurse that has no idea what she's doing. Yeah. But she has a, what is it, a PA, what's the nursing degree? An uh, RNBSN? RN degree, yeah. Yeah. It's like great. RNBSN. <laughs> okay, got it. What does BSN stand for? Bachelor's of Science in Nursing. Oh, okay. So you went to school for four years because the RN program is only two. Mm. Well, that's good. Yeah. All right, Mike, so what else? What you, what you got for me? Want to get into the cocktails a little bit? Yeah. I'm fired up today. Why? So I, I, I don't know, man. I just, like, I woke up feeling dangerous. Are you okay? Yeah. So uh, Are you stressed? <clears throat> no, I'm not stressed. So Colleen's in Connecticut for work. Oh, I didn't know that. So she's gone for, like, four days. So now, because the house is mine, it's just me and Sam, for about another hour, and then a second dog gets dropped off at oh, my house. Yeah, yeah. So now all I'm doing is compulsively cleaning my house. Like, compulsively cleaning it. So if I make something, I do the dishes immediately. And then as soon as they're dry, I put the dishes away. And then I take a Clorox wipe and I wipe down the entire counter. Dude, it feels so good to just clean my house nonstop. It's great. Why? All the laundry's taken care of what and put away. What is wrong with you? I'm upset. Dude, it's like therapeutic. My therapist said I'm making strides. <laughs> I, like, Do you I, listen to anything when you clean? Or do you just go at it? No, it, it, so it depends. Um, if... A pod that I listen to has a new episode. I listen to that. Otherwise, I blast metal. Um, I also blast acapella. And then I have an American Idol audition throughout my entire house. I never get the golden ticket. And <laughs> then America's Got Talent. No, no, golden American ticket. Idol. Oh, no, the Golden Buzzer is America's Got Talent. Yeah. Yeah, it's too much American gold. Yeah. But anyways, there's nothing in Fort Knox. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> I have literature for you to read. So, <laughs> the, uh, so yeah, so that's, that's what I do. I basically just have a dance party and clean. And it's great. So, yeah, she's Can out of town. you film yourself one time doing it? I, I might think about it. Do it. I think I've sent you plenty of snaps. Oh, yeah, you have. Yeah. I, well, I'm not talking for me. I'm talking for the, for the, for the group fans. of people, everybody here. Yeah, for out of all 75 subscribers, the four that actually watch. We're getting it, dude. I know, we're getting we're it, getting bro. It. <laughs> so there was a slump during the holidays. Everyone's home and they don't want to watch 
But you know, it's back up, bro. I know. Well, we're doing all right. We're blowing up, bro. We're, we're getting in there. Obviously, we're going to trend with this episode. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> trending. Just because I said Ricky Gervais, now we're trending. Uh, that's why I name dropped it. I'm surprised that you didn't watch it. Watch what? The Golden Globes. That's what it was. Yeah. No. No. Like, not even the Golden Globes. Just his intro. I watched the clip oh, of did? his intro. So I just funny. Yeah, I just didn't watch the Golden Globes. He's a riot. I, don't, I can't stand Hollywood. Yeah. Personal opinion. Obviously, me either. So speaking of Hollywood and high-profile people making decisions that have no impact on our lives. Yes. Or have too much impact on our lives when they have no idea about our lives. There's something that I do want to talk about today that is semi-serious, Michael. Oh, boy. And that is the tariffs on our liquor. Okay. This segment is sponsored by... No, I'm just kidding. That'd be sick, though, right? Wouldn't yeah. that be a cool segue? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. yeah no, not yet. But uh, anyway, <laughs> so... <laughs> so, we... <laughs> We have a, a contact, a friend of the show, uh, at Alma Wine and Liquor, and he was telling us, <clears throat> really, cheers, because I was asking him about scotch, because I love my scotch. I got a new beautiful bottle of Okintoshin scotch up there, which is beautiful. Okintoshin. Absolutely beautiful. It's in the box. Oh. Beautiful, dude. Look at that. Yeah, I know. So I messaged him. I was like, hey, man, I'm looking to get a bottle of uh, McAllen 12 or Glenlivet 12 or some sort of good scotch. What prices do you got? And then he said that they're actually going up because the tariffs that the U.S. is putting on imports is increasing. And there's actually a huge tariff going in place relatively soon that is going to increase wine prices by 100%. So wine is going to get messed up soon. And that's because we're tariffing all of the uh, imports from the EU and all that stuff. So it is EU, like all the European wines and stuff like that. So if you're a fan of um, <clears throat> like your local California wines or something that are around here, it's still good to support because if the tariffs go up, then we have local businesses that could potentially be struggling that are in the liquor store business because they're going to have to raise their prices, which are going to drive down traffic and it's just going to be a big mess. So... We're going to have pinned to our, our Instagram and our Facebook a site. If you wanted to go there, you can message your uh, state representative to let them know that this shouldn't go in. And this should be a little bit more scrutinized and bring down that tariff to not be 100% and be a little bit less than that. Because the, these are going to drive prices way up and it's just not fair. So, so there's that. We don't want that, man. We want our scotch. I love scotch. And if there's a tariff on scotch... Of 100%, I'm going to riot. I'm trying I'm going to riot. I'm trying to think of the... There's a lot of good wines out of France. Hell yeah, dude. France is the... All of Champagne is out of France, right? Pretty much. It's literally all out of France. I'm pretty sure. Champagne, yeah. Right? Did I just make that up? I, I took Spanish, bro. Yeah. No, like literally all of Champagne is out of France. Jesus. So New Year's celebration? See you later. <laughs> Your girls and your mimosas, throw them away. Right. Yeah. So really take that into consideration. Um, if you have any interest, I mean, Corey was talking about that too. The liquor prices are going up because there's taxes on liquors. And the amount of taxes that liquor gets taxed, by the time it hits our table, is like fourfold, fivefold. There's mm-hmm. no need for all those taxes. We can be getting liquor much cheaper. So message your state representatives. We're not getting political, but it's still a good thing to do. Speaking of taxes, did you know that we went after... The queen, over 3%. No, I did not. 3%, bro. Why? 
And then we started the revolution when because taxation is oh, theft. Yeah, right. Three percent. That's all it was. Yeah. Now we're at like thirty five percent on some things. Yeah. Or we tax it five times before we even drink it, and we just tax ourselves. Right. Or just like yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Don't need a revolt. Yeah. This is getting oddly revoltish, so we should probably step away. <laughs> we're not overthrowing anybody here. Yeah. We're just gonna turn over our glasses and be like, I did something. <laughs> <laughs> Start throwing the Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go full Joe Swanson. All right, for a lighter note, let's get into cocktails, bro. Let's lighten this mood up a little bit. Yeah, because there's a, there's a lot of good stuff that's foreign. Yeah. So I don't think people realize how many good products come out of the EU yeah, and, and France. And people talk about this all the time. So tariffs and trades aren't necessarily a one-sum game. Explain like, it for the people, like the difference. What do you mean? Like between tariffs and trades? Yeah. Well, you have your tariffs where things are getting taxed when they import. Like if you import things, you're going to pay a tariff on it. But there's still that exchange of goods that go back and forth that benefit both parties. If you have, I don't even know, if you have liquor and you want me to buy some and I have grains or whatever and you need that to make liquor, I'll buy your liquor and you buy my grains. It's, just, it's a like a balancing act there. So people don't understand that. They think of tariffs and some tariffs are extensive where they don't need to be that high. But having tariffs and having trade isn't a bad thing. It stimulates both economies. There's nothing wrong about trading and having tariffs. It's just they have to be done right. Mm-hmm. Did you have a specific point in mind that I didn't touch on? Or Is there you... a specific definition for a tariff, for those that don't know? It's just a tax on an import. Boom. Right? Boom. There it is. I mean, am I right? Do you want me to, do you want me to hit the oogles? Yeah. All right. I mean, do you know? That's what I think of it as. Again, you and I are just two jamokes that know nothing. What do you mean? This is a very serious topic that we're obviously well-sourced in. No, I know. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I did a ton of research before coming here. Tariff definition. Yeah, it's just a tax. A tax or duty to be paid on a particular class of imports or exports. Right, yeah. Verbatim what you said. Dude, I know my shit. That's what I'm saying, bro. Pretty smart. Boom. Went to college. Nailed it, yeah. Nailed it. So, yeah. Just causing all this noise, hitting the cell phone against the mic. All over the place. All right, 25 minutes left. We're crushing it. Dude, crushing it. We're flying by. All right, so cocktail section. Oh, God, we literally just looked at each other like, whoa, we. (laughs) Derek dropped the beat. (laughs) No, this is Patrick. That that was an aggressive ending on my end. It was. That was was like the first time ever you ended it aggressively. I'm, I'm feeling a little sick. So that could have been why. Gina blamed you for getting Yeah, I don't sick. know what that was all about. What do you mean? That's how it works now. Yeah, I know. It's just part of She's your... the one that works with kids, so she brings it home, gives it to me, and then I give it back to her. It's a give and take, just like tariffs and trade, bro. Come in full circle with it. No pun intended. <laughs> Take your vitamin C, kids. All right, so cocktail section. Oh, Mine is God. the Golden Hour Sour. Yeah, which was mine until like 15 minutes ago. Whatever. Golden Hour Sour. Here's the ingredients. <laughs> One and a half Whatever. ounces of the two times hopped whiskey, two pieces of candied ginger, one ounce honey syrup, one ounce lemon juice, 0.75 ounce of apple juice, and half an ounce of egg whites. Here's the directions for it. You muddle a piece of candied ginger with honey syrup in a cocktail shaker. You add the remaining ingredients in ice, and then you shake and pour it into a large rocks glass. You garnish with a candied ginger. For the honey syrup, you heat up one cup water and one cup honey. To 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Hunt it. You stir until blended. Remove from heat and let cool. Then you refrigerate it for up to a month, bro. Wow. We should start making some of these cocktails. 
I know. But God then we're going to get real ritzy. Real ritzy? Yeah, we're going to be like Bobby Boardshorts in Oyster Bay <laughs> having cocktails on his pod. What with, even is that from? With his heated driveway. <laughs> telling PSE and G to go, to go F off. know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know a lot of people downstate, and that's all, that's all we do. We just razz on each other. But that's actually an inside joke between... Um, two buddies of mine that I deployed with. They're yeah. all from downstate. So they just call each other out. Who are you, Bobby Board Shorts, living on Oyster Bay with the heated driveway? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. It's a, dude, it's a riot. You got to meet them. Yeah. I mean, you will. I will. Mm. <clears throat> What's your cocktail, dude? My cocktail is called the Hoppy Wall Banger. Oh, my goodness. Hell yeah, dude. You didn't expect that, did you? The Hoppy Wall Banger. The Hoppy Wall Banger. Let's hear it. It is 1.5 ounces of the two-time hop. Nice. Beautiful. 0.75 ounces of Galliano, which is a, a herbal liqueur. Thank you. So you know. oh, like Honestly, thank you for telling me what the hell that Galliano. was. Galliano. Galliano. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Godfather lately. I watched all three movies like in a row. <laughs> I didn't move from my couch at all. <laughs> I was mad sick. So, all right, let me finish this cocktail. Uh, one ounce of lemon juice, one teaspoon of sugar, and a mint sprig. You slap it to mint. Oh, here we go. You, yep, you always got to slap it to base, man. Yeah. Uh, and then you throw it right in, and it's a beautiful, happy wall banger. That was my nickname in high school. Did you know that? Come on. <laughs> Why do you believe me? <laughs> I, because I can't tell sometimes if you're serious or kidding. You do that all the time, yeah. even in college. So I've been mad sick lately. Uh huh. After New Year's. I don't know what happened, but I died. Like, literally died. <laughs> Wednesday morning, New Year's Day, I was not functional. And then Thursday, I stayed home from work. I worked from home. Friday, I worked from home. Saturday, I didn't do anything. Sunday, I didn't do anything. Today was the first day that I left my house since New Year's. Wow. Yeah. How do you feel now? I mean, fine, I guess. I still have a... <laughs> what was that looking for? You were just, like, so anti your own statement. <laughs> like, fine, I guess. <laughs> I'm just miserable that I had to go breathe the outside air. I mean, I feel good that I left the house. Right. Not good that it was freezing out. You almost went German there. I left the house. It's good that I left the house. <laughs> the hyphen Brosnan, you know. <laughs> that was German and Canadian. Um, good that I left the house. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I'm still like a little congested. So I think we're all congested. That's the price that you got to pay. That's the price you got to pay, bro. To live in Buffalo. Yeah, because the weather will go from 45 to 12. Yeah, it was so nice last week. Like, Back I up to, to 35. Golfing. Yeah, not not anymore. Are we going to film us golfing for this channel? Yeah. yeah. Okay. No doubt. People got to see the greatness <laughs> that what we call golf. I feel like we haven't even had too many sips. I feel like we're flying through all these sections today, too. We're just juiced up, man. Why? I don't know. Can we relax a little bit? Not really, because now I can't stop thinking like, about golf. I was watching golf before this episode, bro. Who ended up winning? I don't know. I left. It was whole 17. I think Thomas. Thomas was, Justin Thomas was in the lead? Yeah. My boy. Who Did you get second? my text, dude? Yeah. 552 yards on a par four. <laughs> yeah. Crazy, me too, right? bro. That, that hill, that hole's downhill, though. No, dude. They're like almost all like that. Yeah, I know. They're, where, where were they? Maui? Yeah. Yeah. The Century Open Tournament of Champions or something, right? Yeah, with the cool trophy that's blue. <clears throat> yeah. It's a wave. Yeah. So sick, bro. But yeah, they're downhill, and if you bomb a drive 300 and it hits the right hill, it's going 460. It's crazy. I want to play there so bad. 
Yeah, well, let's focus on driving it more than 15 yeah, let's feet. Let's focus on doing well at Alma Meadows before yeah. we go there. Yeah, or Delaware Park. And not topping the ball. I know, because I can't stop standing up. Dude. Have you, like, wanted to go golfing a lot? Yeah. Because that's all I've been feeling. I stare at my clubs every day. You, they're in my office. That's weird. No, they're just in my office. Why are they in your office? I don't know where else to put them. I'm too juiced up, bro. What about at home? They're No, no, no. They're home in my office. Oh. My home office. Yeah, I converted a bedroom to an office just so I can say that I have an office in my house. So now you just stay in the office all day, staring at your clubs? <laughs> yeah, I literally just stare at them. Just be like, soon, boys. I got a new putter for Christmas, too. Oh, you got a new stick? Yeah, I got a new stick, bro. Nice, bro. Yeah, bro. A little twig coming yeah, out? Yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm pumped. Like, as soon as I got it, I did, like, the old white man thing to do and just stand up and, like, do practice putts in my living room. I'm like, oh, this feels so good. It's like, dude, what am I doing? Is it wood? The putter? Yeah. No. You didn't get wood clubs? You should, bro. I'm not in the 40s. I know a guy that uses wooden clubs. Dude, I watched that movie. Yes. What'd you think, bro? I loved it. I cried at the end. Did you really? Yeah. It got me. Which part? The one where his dad was like this? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, the dead part. I cried a little bit. But that's because my dad never missed a game. Oh. So. I don't have a good reason. I'm just a little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So, you cried at the Disney movie. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. It's not my... I don't really like to admit it, and now it's out on the internet forever. We'll edit it in post. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing we're going to edit ever in our videos. Don't let the people know I cried. Just that I like Disney. Yeah, don't let them know I got the quiver lip. <laughs> <laughs> They're on to me. I did more than the quiver lip, man. I was sobbing. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, his dad's there. Oh. I just didn't expect it. Yeah, no. I'm just I thought sp- it was either his mom or that girl, but no, dad, bro. Mm-hmm. You want to tell the people what we actually watched? We didn't say the name of the movie yet. Oh. The greatest game ever played. Yeah, greatest game ever played. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. That was pre-prison, bro. Pre-prison? Well, I mean jail, but, you know. Before his Nike ad where he just started screaming. Just do it! it. <laughs> Make your dreams come true! The dude went off, man. Yeah. It was a while. He had that ponytail. He was, he was ready to hit rock bottom quick. Yeah. I don't know what happened. But he came back out. He's in a new movie coming out soon, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I see a trailer for it. So he's he's making his his comeback. Making his way back up. Mm-hmm. Did you see the Quiet Place 2 trailer release too? I just heard that it's literally her just walking in the woods and it shows nothing. Yeah, I think I told you that last time. But yeah. the actual trailer released where they show the Grand Island Bridge and show her driving and stuff like that. It's pretty cool to see Buffalo being featured. Yeah, since Bruce Almighty. Yeah, since Bruce Almighty, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, was it, or he those, wasn't even here. It was yeah. all CGI. Yeah, or those random... Uh, holiday Christmas movies that are filmed on Hallmark in East Aurora Village. Mm-hmm. And it's like, nobody knows that. Yeah, except... Or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That was... I don't know what I said, but... Yeah, that was on the 33. Ninja Turtles on the 33, yeah. Yeah. All those old movies, my dad would scream. He's like, oh, that was filmed in Buffalo. I'm like, get your finger down. I'm trying to watch the movie. He would get all intense and start yelling. That is one thing that we have done quite a bit, is get more people here to look at some film stuff. They were going to film it at the, uh, the Water Authority. Yeah, yeah, they actually filmed a, a sequence there, and then they never used it. Yeah. They filmed everywhere. It's just they picked and choose what what they wanted. So, yeah, speaking of Buffalo, we should talk about the Bills, bro. The Bills. The Bills. I have my five takeaways from the Bills from the season. So That's I got how I approach this. Um, I'm gonna start it off with good news. Do it. Uh, Brian Dabble went to the Cleveland Browns today. You know how happy that makes me to interview for the head coaching job, even though McDaniel's is probably gonna get it. The Patriots offensive coordinator for those who don't follow. Um, but Which is shocking because 
I never thought he'd get a chance ever again after what he did to the Lions. Yeah. Never. And he didn't really have that good of an offense this year. No. With the best quarterback, potentially, in the history of the entire world ever. I mean, part of it's Tom, because Tom isn't very good anymore. But we're on a first-name basis, just so you know. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, part of it was Tom. Tom, uh, Thomas James, I think his middle name is, if, if he will allow me to call him that. Um, but part of it was him, where he just wasn't making throws. But they didn't have a very ex- like exquisite play calling either. Yeah. You know what my favorite thing about Tom Brady is? Doesn't Belichick call the offensive plays, though? Not, I don't think all the time. Really? Yeah. Um, my favorite thing about Tom Brady is that his number is 12. And when you divide 12 by 2, you get 6. And his last throw is a pick 6. Nice. Tighten up, Nailed bro. It. Tighten up. Tighten up. Tighten up. Remember the Titans, bro. Remember them. <laughs> yeah. Remember the Houston Oilers, who we beat so bad that they literally changed their franchise name. <laughs> Thank God. All right. Anyways, I'm going to make it quick because I don't have as much to talk about as you do. I don't have that much to talk about. All right. So we lost to the Houston Texans. Shut it. In the playoffs. So here's my hot take. John Brown jumping to catch a pass on the sidelines made absolutely zero sense. Yeah. Duke dropping the third down conversion before halftime. That sucked. Catch the ball. Because that would have changed everything. Uh, Duke dropping the touchdown pass. Great play defensively. I really wish he would have caught that ball. He had six drops, by the way. Ten targets. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Singletary was 50-15 touches between first half and second half. I looked that up. Because I, I thought, personally, that he wasn't used enough in the second half and or overtime. Which he wasn't. He wasn't used at all, almost in overtime. Except he had one screen pass that he took for, like, 15-20 yards. But anyways, his uh, he was 50-50 between... Both halves. Yeah. Either way, he wasn't used enough. But it was mostly in the third quarter. Don't run gore in key moments on key drives. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have the same thing that I do, like some takeaways from this. Yeah. Allen was doing too much, again, um, specifically when he decided to just heave it over to Knox. Okay, but <clears throat> I was talking about this with somebody. If Knox would have caught that ball and he would have ran in for he the touchdown. Go. Yeah. Same thing with Reggie Bush, bro. Reggie Bush tried the same thing, and it just blew up in his face. Yeah, but if he did, and if that worked, people would not be talking about how stupid of a play that was. They'd be talking about how Josh Allen is a genius. It was still stupid. Protect but the if rock. he would have had that, Protect there the was rock, no one bro. there. Protect the rock. There was no one there. He's like, all right, Dawson, let's see what you can do, bro. Dawson's Creek running down the sideline. Anyways. Tiptoeing through the gravel just on the creek. Again, you know. <laughs> again, there was horrible play calls by refs. The Cody, uh, Cody Ford blindside block was, was just stupid. absolutely atrocious. And the delayed game call really pissed me off. And Sal Capaccio talked about it and said that the clocks are not synced and they have to fix that. Between the game clock, the stadium clock, the TV clock, none of it's sync. Really? The, yeah. So they don't know when the play clock actually expires. You're in the playoffs. You're the friggin' NFL. Fix it. That's on set. Figure it out. Yeah, figure it out. Uh, the... Extra second once the clock hits zero is extremely aggravating. And that's been a thing for like a year and a half, two years. Mm-hmm. And I just don't understand it. You have until zero, then that's it. It's an automatic delay game. You're literally given an extra second after it hits zero. Oh, yeah, you're right. Or it's like allowed. Negative and one. it reminds me of the NBA, which is why I don't watch them anymore. Because you can just not. Like traveling doesn't exist. LeBron James is at half court just taking four steps in the dribbles again. I'm over it. Like it's not. Oh, it's it's a power step before you jump like you're in the nba like you know how to jump you don't need three steps to jump i just this I'm is turning into a pet peeve yeah pet peeve part two so or a pet peeve or whatever you said the, a pet peeve <laughs> pet peeve the love those feet the off season is devoted to the offense which i'm excited about mm-hmm. because we have the most 
draft picks and the largest cap space out of any playoff team this year. Allen did show a lot of improvement this year, which I am excited about. And we were 10-6, and six and we finished 10-7, and seven, including the playoffs, which 10 wins. So I'm happy for that because we finally broke the 9-7 and seven stigma. Yep. <clears throat> but, yeah, man, doesn't mind. What would be your number one that you absolutely feel was the most important to this game out of what you just said? Focusing on the offseason. Uh, yeah, focus on the offense in the offseason. Mm-hmm. That's my – which it makes sense because we focus on the defense first. Yeah, because so. Vic Dermott's a defensive-minded coach. Yeah. So here's my five takeaways. One, you know what it already is. Duke needs to play more in 2020. Oh, I thought you were going to say fire the off the OC. <laughs> no, dude, he needs to be gone anyway. But, yeah, that's actually down below. That was a that was a really good guess. I'll give that one to you. <laughs> Duke needs to play more in 2020. Which I think he will. He played, yes, he was 10 targets and four catches, but a couple of them were uncatchable, and a couple of them that he caught should not have caught. He Correct. made some miraculous catches. Yep. He's a big dude. Mm-hmm. He would be great outside John Brown. And even if we draft a good younger guy, then have him compete and learn or something like that. But he needs to play more in 2020. Because if he played more in 2020, I have more confidence that he would have made some of those catches that he should have. And the ends went on third down. That bothered me a lot. Go Bills. But he needs to play more. Singletary needs to be the focus of the offense, not Allen. That's probably a hot take, bro. It's probably a real hot take. It's a good point of view, though. He needs to be the focus. of. Let's build the offense around him. He's a stud. He averaged like the most yards per carry out of any running back this year, I think, or at least top five. He needs to be the focus. Why are we putting the ball in Josh Allen's hands when we need to manage the game? We weren't even losing at that point. We decided to have Allen throw the ball, and that's why we were having three and outs. Too conservative. It bothers me so much. Too, and you know what? There's a there's a point to be made where we had the quarterback run, designed run, and Dawson Knox miss a block mm-hmm. because if he made that block, the play was there, mm-hmm. and that was so frustrating to watch. Anyways, you can continue. I just, <clears throat> but again, I, I think that this comes to point four, which you would be very shocked if I said point four is this one. Dable needs to go. He needs to get out of here, dude. We had that game in the bag, and we're like, yeah, Josh, just throw it for three downs. It's fine. Who cares if we go three and out? We'll kick it right back to him. Are you kidding me? Come on. We're too conservative. There you can tell on our third and 18 play, we're too conservative. Leslie Frazier's like, give him a cushion, but not that much. And they're like, all right, we'll run to the end zone. It's like, really? The thing that bothers me that actually my buddy touched on on Facebook, so shout out to him, but <clears throat> when you allow teams to stay close, it opens up outside variables to take over. Like, mm-hmm. if we converted here, if we did this, if oh, this yeah. block was made, if the ref didn't make this horrible call, when it's 42 nothing, that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, that silences all the nonsense. It lets everybody know this team won, and it's a blowout. Like, but like that's, that's, what, that... that's what the Bills have to do. Stop letting off the gas in the second half, in the in the middle of the game. Just let's become game managers and waste time. Screw that. Rack up points. Bury these people. Violence of action through the end zone and just win the freaking game. Right. Like, just own it. I just, it's not, I can't do it. So, with Dable leaving... We obviously have to fill the offensive coordinator spot. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I'm already predicting it, man. If he doesn't get this head coaching job, I want him gone anyway. Who I want to fill this spot? Here it comes. Marty Mornhingwig. I don't know if that's his last name at all. Do you know who he that's is? That's definitely how you say it. 
Morning no, way. I, no, I'm kidding. Morning way. Who was that? He was the offensive coordinator for the Ravens. He knows how to do with mobile quarterbacks, aka Lamar Jackson and Michael Vick. Where's he now? He's not employed now. So good job. But I think that he would be a good fit. He knows how to do with mobile quarterbacks. And his primary focus is to utilize mobile quarterbacks for what they are, but also have them develop as a pocket passer. So you stay in the pocket and you wait a second. Try to find a ball, try to find a throw, and then run if you have to. Josh does this thing where he gets antsy feet and he runs out to the right. The first half of the season, he ran out to the left and people caught on to know. He's like, oh, they won't catch on if I run out to the right the rest of the year. Runs out to the right, gets sacked. You know what drives me nuts is he doesn't step up into the pocket. Mm-hmm. He always runs around. He, it's a is, five-step drop and then he just stands there. Mm-hmm. And you're literally where the tackle forces the D-end out. Yep. So if you're, I mean, it's simple. Just step up into the pocket. That's literally what that term is about. Yeah. Like, utilize the pocket. And then sometimes he doesn't have to, and then he's got all day. Yeah. All day. All day. All day. Get all I day. Just, that's a Schmidt reference from New Girl. Yeah. I just, I don't know. The whole thing drives me nuts. So I think that Marty Morningweg, or whatever his name is, he'd be a pretty good fit. Get Dable out of here. Bring in someone new. I just don't think you like his mustache. Just call it what it is, bro. No, dude. I love mustaches. Gardner Minshew is my favorite person ever because he rocks that stash all the time. All right, and then number three, because we're jumping around a little bit here, is Allen has improved enough to keep him around. So I don't think that people are reacting saying that Allen needs to go. Is That's just stupid. Allen's a franchise quarterback. Get over it. And then uh, my last point is I would love to see little to no free agency for high-paid players. I don't want to see an A.J. Green. I don't want to see us trying to go after Odell. I don't want to see any of that shit. Keep the money so we can pay the defense in a couple of years when they need it all. Heard. Because right now we have a ton of unrestricted free agents Talk about it. that really aren't important mm-hmm. to say it. Mm-hmm. So let's go through this year. Keep the people that are necessary. Don't spend big on players that don't add a ton of value. Pay our defense next year and just let the offense grow. We're going to be elite in two years, I'm telling you. I Dude, I said that at the beginning of the season. We're three years out. We're three years out from being legitimate contenders. If Brady leaves, I think that the Bills are the favorite to win the AFC East. If he comes back, I don't think they'll. I don't think the the nation will say, "Yeah, the Bills are our favorites no. for the AFC East." But if if TB12 bounces because he's a free agent at the end of this year, well, he's going like to the Colts. A now. couple weeks, really. He's going to the Colts. Oh my God! Here we go. It's all speculation, man. They have a good GM. They have an insanely good head coach. One of the best offensive lines in football. A really good running back. And a plethora of tight ends and no rookie wide receivers. It's literally his dream. Yep. He should go there and get out of my face. Yeah, I know. Hang out with Frank Wright. I don't know what Cleo's doing up there. She's body slamming. I think we got we got her like a little stuffed animal. So I think she's body slamming him. I call him Gary. Because <laughs> he, he's a gator. So I call him Gary the Gator. Hell yeah. And every time that she has like a plush toy that can be easily ripped apart, I look at her and I go, Cleo. Gary is your friend. And I go like that. And then she just looks at me like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to chew him. But she's probably upstairs suplexing him right now. Because <laughs> I can just hear, boom, da boom, boom. Yeah, I thought somebody was inside the house. No, just Cleo. Going I love nuts. it. Love it. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, dude, that's really the episode, man. I know. What are we at? We flew through it. Yeah, we did. We got four minutes left. Oh, we're good then. All right, let's do our, uh, yeah. let's do the rating. Oh, shit. We still got to do the rating? Yeah, bro. And we have four minutes left? Yeah, bro. I thought we had more time than that. No, bro. Nah, bro. Yeah, brother. <laughs> All right. So, the beautiful 
an extremely flavorful Southern Tier Two Times Hops. Two times. What are you giving the rating for the label and branding perspective? A plus, bro. A plus, bro. This is going to be a really annoying episode for people. <laughs> a plus for sure. All right, A plus. Perfect. Bam. I like it. Bam. I don't know. What did we give? Do you remember what we gave the American whiskey? I think it was A plus plus, if I remember correctly. I do like the white doll in that one. Me too. The a green plus. makes sense because it's hot. Yeah. A plus. A plus. Nose. Nose. It's up there. I have a plug nose, but good thing I've had this a bajillion times before this. I know. I got to add a little more for the final rating and the tastes. Do you want to put some uh, little eye drop 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 in there? That would be wild. I'm going to do it. Do it up, bro. I'll do the same. Just give me a second to down this real quick. And then we can have some oak and Okay. Woo! Put some hair on your chest. You getting juiced up? Hell yeah, bro. All right, so bro is the word of the episode. Yeah, bro. Two. No, this is almost done. I love it. I know it's going to be on the shelf soon. Got my dad slips. Nice, me too. Killing it. Killing the game. Dad slips. <clears throat> Gotta wear your slips. <clears throat> All right, here we go. So, nose. The nostril, as some people call it. Did you hear my nose last episode? It was so intense. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like how Cleo breathes in my ear. It's like night. how Patrick tried to breathe in Sandy's tree dome. <laughs> Sandy, water. <laughs> what kind of place is this? <laughs> Mild. Very. All right, nose. Give it a rating, Mike. A plus plus. It's nice. A plus plus. I'm down with that. Initial taste. What do you got? <clears throat> it tastes like hops. It's yeah, that- yeah, like times two a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate us. Yeah, me too. We're not making it to season three. Yeah, hop. I mean, we're being stupid about it, but literally that's all you can smell. Same with Cleo. Yeah. That's all Cleo can smell, yeah, too. She said hops. Hops, a little floral. Some dried. Ooh, hold on. Some spices in there, too. I can't figure this out. The initial taste. Figure it out. The initial taste. It's mild. It's not. There's like no burn. That's because we put this in. Yeah, the drops like threw it off. You've had this a ton before. I have, but I can't nail down like what I'm tasting right now. You're getting like some spices. Yeah, but I can't figure out what spice. You don't have to. Spices. Spice, sugar and spice and everything nice I think I'm tasting. God. I'm going to write down hops because it like overwhelms the taste. 
Initial taste, I'll go A++. I agree. I agree, I agree, I agree. All right, ending notes. I got like a caramel vanilla aftertaste. Yeah, I can, I can see that. Is this, does this say anything like how you're supposed to be tasting it? Because this one is really, the hops, it's not overwhelming, but it definitely takes precedent over all the other flavors. Yeah, because they take the barrel from their own brewing. Mm-hmm. It's just like, this is tricky, man, because it it's literally exactly as it's labeled. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> one thing I guess you can say, like, on the, on the smell is pine. Because it has those piney hops. Or the, the penny or whatever you said. Pinay. Pinay. <laughs> but for any note, that's all I'm getting. Yeah, spiced and hops. That's all I'm getting. For the ending? Yeah. Alright, final rating. You ready? Well, what do you want to give it as oh, a yeah, rating? Yeah. A plus plus again. No, A plus plus plus. Yeah, I was gonna say we got it. It's higher than that. This is this is one of my favorites to drink just regularly, so we need to have that reflective, reflected. Just because I can't call out the tasting notes in here, I just the thing is is that when you're looking at tasting notes and nose and all that stuff, you don't you're not going to be able to pull out the taste if you've never experienced it before, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, when I... I've had this so much that I, I know what I'm getting now when I drink it that Dude, I haven't focused on this. Wheat. Yeah, wheat's good. That nails it. 100% wheat. I haven't done, like, a legit in-depth profile on this in forever because I just, I just want to drink it. Yeah. Yeah, it's 100% wheat. Mm-hmm. Is this bourbon or whiskey? This is whiskey. whiskey. Alright. Alright, final rating. Alright, ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. 93.5. Alright, 93.75. Let's do it. Alright, go follow us on all social media. Facebook, Instagram, at the Buffalo Happy Hour. Go follow us on YouTube. If you're not watching us on YouTube, Mike... What are you doing? Seriously. It, it's been not, season two. Come you'll on. Just, you'll just watch us Get after this episode it. kill this bottle. Hell yeah, absolutely. So good. We'll post it. Fix and post. Uh, so, yeah, go follow us on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to our channel so you never miss any upload from here on out. Shirt's coming soon. Sick stuff coming out. Shirt's coming real soon. Uh, again, go make sure that you like everybody that we've mentioned before, Queen City Creative Works. They've been a huge partner with us to get these shirts going out. Cool. Uh, Western New York Heroes, go give them some love too. And stay tuned for some great content coming out because you guys are going to be shocked. No, We're doing whiskey, but we're also doing some other stuff coming out soon. A lot of stuff coming out. All right, Mike, this has been episode 15 of the Buffalo Happy Hour. Take care, Derek. I'll talk to you real soon. Yeah, yeah drink responsibly, and we're out.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.